0: Good. Good morning, and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims, and joining us again this morning, I've lost track of how many times, but it's always a great visit. Daniel Anderson with the East Texas Area Council of the Boy Scouts of America, specifically the Assistant Scout Executive and Chief Operating Officer for the East Texas Area Council. Good morning, Daniel. Always great to have you with us.
1: Good morning, John. It is wonderful to be back, and I just want to make sure, as a point of business up front, I wish a happy birthday to my eldest, my daughter Alexa. So Alrighty. I want to make sure we acknowledge. Her on that so happy birthday baby girl
0: okay baby girl if you have any extra cake left over you know where to bring it <laughs> but, uh,
1: what's extra cake uh,
0: extra, What's extra? I have no idea happy birthday Alexa and Daniel I'm glad you got that in I'm sure you brightened up Alexa's whole week uh, don't forget in focus is available online just go to ktbb.com slash audio ktbb.com slash in focus in focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs and again that's ktbb.com slash in focus and it's uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs daniel a little bit about the boy scouts such a long-standing familiar program to so many people but um, you're constantly growing and evolving let's kind of get the basics out there uh, what is boy scouts of america and how does it operate basically in east texas
1: well obviously i'm a biased source but i think we are the premier youth development program that's accessible to the public. We focus on leadership development, life skills, career preparedness, leader, uh, you know, outdoor uh, living, and we do that starting at age 6. You know, who else is going to offer some of those big picture concepts that early and do it in a way that is fun, that is accessible, that involves the whole family, that is cost effective. So, Again, I, I know it sounds like I am uh, cheering for the organization I work for, and why not? But you know what? I'm also a product of it. You know uh-huh. I mean, I I was a Cub Scout. but sure. I'm an Eagle Scout, so you know, I have that experience having seen it from the other side as well. This uh-huh. isn't just reading the company line. We really are a life changing organization. You know, we're the only thing you can do at age 15 that you can still put on your resume at 45.
0: Uhhuh and of course i have a background in scouting myself as we've mentioned before i was involved in the exploring program for a number of years so i can personally vouch for a lot of what you're saying 1331 east 5th street in tyler is your address right across from tjc and uh, i know just within the last couple of years you've done some major renovations i think we talked about that the last time or two you were on the air with us
1: yeah it's a completely new building in exactly the same space which is really cool one of the things that we wanted to do and we talked about this a little bit last time, was make it more of a functional space. You know, it had sort uh-huh. of turned into camping equipment storage. And that wasn't really what we felt like the scouts needed to present to the community. We wanted um open spaces. We wanted to make sure that we had meeting rooms in case any of our local organizations or local units wanted to do it. And we wanted to make it a very welcoming and inviting place. Uh-huh. So uh, we were fortunate to have some major contributions that allowed us to completely redo the building to make it more efficient, to make it more uh, welcoming, and, and it just looks a whole lot nicer, too. So. Uh Um, It's gone a long way. But we've been in the new building for 14 months now, and we love it.
0: You bet. Three websites we want to mention right off the top, etexscouts.org, etexscouts.org. That's the local website. You can also learn more about the program in general by going to scouting.org, which is the national website. And if you're new to scouting, best starting point is another website, bascout.org. Phone number, 903-597-7201. And... Best way to uh, check in by email is etac at etexscouts dot org, and um, I guess the starting point would be etechscouts.org for uh, just general information. Of course, you can also Google East Texas Scouts, and that'll take you anywhere you need to go.
1: Exactly. And if you already know that you want to join the program, I cannot recommend enough that beascout.org. It's a way of plugging in your address or your zip code and just seeing what's already around you in terms of Cub Scout packs, Boy Scout troops, Venture Uh crews, Explorer posts. You really kind of get a feel for what's in your neighborhood, and that will let you communicate directly with one of those local units. You can send them an interest form you can ask specific questions about meeting times or you can request an application Uh and sign up online all through that that portal
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, six different programs now cub scouts scouts bsa which is the name for the traditional scouting program venturing exploring sea scouts and something that is um ready to go in east texas anytime anybody is interested. something new called stem scouts let's run through those very briefly and just uh, tell us what each of them entails in short form
1: absolutely well uh, cub scouts is our elementary aged program and it is really a family oriented program it does require a little bit of parent involvement it is not just to come drop your kid off because at that age they need to know that they've got that Familial support. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's really building on a lot of the the fundamentals of what scouting stands for. So they're going to learn things like uh, how to make a fire safety plan for their house or what are the six essentials of hiking. But they're also getting an introduction to the character education as well. It can be really difficult at that age to work together as a team. You know, when you're seven years old, you're thinking about, I want to run and jump and have as much fun as possible. I remember it well. We want them to do that, too. We're supposed to be fun. But at the same time, like, let's make sure we're talking about what is good sportsmanship because they're getting their introduction into usually team sports at that age. So Cub Scouts really focuses on those basics. Scouts BSA, which used to just be called Boy Scouts, but now because we have boy troops and girl troops, we wanted to sort Mm -hmm. of brand that as Scouts BSA, is our core program, uh, 112 years old in America, and it's, you know, the, the scout troop that everyone is kind of familiar with, and so again, that is really where we start to get into things like merit badges and diversifying your interests. That's really where the camping becomes a little more intensive. And if you like that outdoor side of the program, Venturing, which is a co-ed program, ages 14 to 21, focuses a lot more on that high adventure element. Mm -hmm. So you're going to do more of your whitewater rafting and your... Open face mm. rock climbing and your, uh, you know, shooting sports and, and things like that. So it gets very adventurous. Sea scouting is if you really want to go the, the nautical route, it's uh, one of the few places you can still learn semaphore and you can really get into sort of that open water orientation. But But it involves some of the other aquatics activities as well. And we're fortunate we do have two. Sea Scout ships that serve East Texas. So lots of opportunities for a program that can sometimes be very difficult to find. Uh, Exploring is our workforce development program. We try and partner specifically with agencies that are looking to build a pipeline for employees. So I want to put that out to anybody listening, that if you're interested in teaching high school and early college age youth, again, co-ed, sort of about what your field is, we can put a structure together that really supports Uh that, that makes sure that we're enabling um, youth to to kind of get in the door and sort of figure out what they want to do. Yeah. And then STEM Scouts, which you mentioned, we we don't have that currently, but we would love to start that. The issue is because STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, uh, requires so much specialized equipment, it isn't feasible for us to just sort of buy all that and say, okay, we have this now, you know, field of dreams, right? If we build it, they will come. We would really need to partner with some of our local organizations. So again, if there's any engineering firm out there that really wants to make sure they're giving back to youth, they're going to have a lot of those materials and a lot of the professionals with that experience to help us get STEM scouts off the ground.
0: Very good. Daniel Anderson with the East Texas Area Council, Boy Scouts of America. Our guest this morning on In Focus, I'm John Sims. 1331 East 5th Street in Tyler, across from TJC, phone number 903-597-7201. Email is etac at etechscouts.org. And etechscouts.org is the local website for newbies, folks who want to learn more about the program, go to beascout.org. And for general information on the national level, scouting.org. And that's where you'll find things like the Scout Oath, Scout Law, and Mission. We won't go through all those. They should be very familiar to a lot of people, and you can check them out online if you so choose. Moving on into some of the other areas that we're going to be talking about today, Uh, let's get just kind of briefly here a status update of the National Chapter 11 bankruptcy case and any local impact.
1: Right. I I want to make sure we address that early on, so thank you for for bringing that up, John. At the same time, I know a lot of people are tired of hearing about this. So I'm going to try and walk that line of, let me give you an update, but I'm also not going to belabor this point too Mm -hmm. much. So we are now in the second week of the confirmation hearings for the restructuring plan, Uh which means we are really, really close to having this behind us nationally, to making sure that we are compensating the survivors of past abuse uh, equitably. And I want to make sure that a lot of people know that these cases and these claims that have come up are, are from the, the 60s and the 70s and, and the early 80s. Since 1982 in our implementation of the youth protection programs, scouting has been incredibly safe, one of the safest youth organizations in the uh-huh. country. So our number of claims post-1982 and then especially again post-1993 when this training was made mandatory for all adult leaders, we are a safe organization now. But that doesn't mean we can ignore what happened in the past. So we are fortunate that nationally we're going to put this behind us locally here in east texas there's been very little impact it is not affecting our operating assets it is not going to hurt any of our chartered partners it is not going to directly impact the program that uh, any kid who signed up right now would receive so we are we are really fortunate for our volunteer leaders especially our executive board who have taken some of these steps to protect scouting here in east texas and make sure that we are both being safe and that we have a
0: future Very good. Daniel Anderson, East Texas Area Council Boy Scouts of America. Our guest this morning on In Focus, I'm John Sims. Let's just kind of give those websites out again real quick. etexscouts.org, E-T-E-X scouts.org, scouting.org for the national information and for folks that just really want to learn about the program and just getting started with it, beascout.org. And that should kind of get you off to um, a good start right there uh i i'll uh, full disclosure i when i was researching for this show i just googled scouting east texas boy scouts east texas and that'll take you anywhere you want to go you're probably going to find any or all of those three websites just through a, a a quick google search if you choose to go that route um quickly here how much territory does the east texas area council cover i know it's based in tyler
1: right so our our, our office our headquarters is here in tyler but we serve 17 counties so if i was going to try and draw the the corners right we go from wood county and that sort of Winsboro is the northwest corner all the way across our northern border to like Jefferson mm-hmm. and then down the Louisiana border through Marshall past Carthage all the way down into that San Augustine and Trinity or uh, San Augustine and Sabine territory mm-hmm. and then come across through Angelina Nacogdoches uh, capture Houston County we're actually working on a uh, tornado relief efforts right now. Yes, for I heard about that. Um, yeah, they got hit real hard. But you oh, know, yeah. as, as scouts, we, part of our duty is to to be helpful and, and kind, and we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we're there for them. And then come up through our western border past Palestine and over the lake and back into Tyler. So that kind of draws our our big map. But. Mm-hmm.
0: So the two bigger communities in East Texas, Tyler and Longview, certainly included along with uh, a wide, wide territory, uh, quite similar, if not uh, identical to what it was like when I was in scouting many years ago. So uh, kind of interesting to bring back some old memories and look at some things that haven't changed, even though obviously a lot of things have, and uh, for the most part, for the better, it seems like. Um, now, the council's membership status, and just to kind of reiterate the point that I just made, you're going really, really strong on membership right now. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, obviously, a couple of years ago with uh, COVID and some of the school closures, we we took a big hit, and one of our, if not our only primary mission coming out of that was to try and rebuild The number of youth we actually serve, because that's the best way to judge if our program is relevant and effective. And we are now in our 13th straight month of being in the top 25 nationally of all councils Mm -hmm. for membership growth by percentage. You know, only 22 councils. Uh, last year finished with positive membership growth, meaning more kids in 2021 than they had in 2020. We were fortunate to be in that. Mm -hmm. We were number two in the entire nation out of 250 councils in retention, which means once you've joined our program, did you like it enough to stay for another year? Mm -hmm. And that is a huge testament again to the the scout leaders, the volunteers that we have, that we are putting a quality program out there because once you're here, you want to stay. You want to see what happens next year. So uh, 21st overall and, and membership growth percentage. I mean, some really good things happening. Now, obviously, we want to keep going. We know that the interest is out there. We've already had a few dozen scouts sign up in the first couple months of this year. And so we want to make sure that we are providing those opportunities. We're looking to start a couple new Cub Scout packs um, throughout the 17 counties that we serve. Some areas where we recognized we didn't really have a presence, and we want to make sure that we're giving every youth that opportunity. So really fortunate that, uh, again, the, the partnerships we've had with the schools, with local churches, scouting is not just going well in East Texas, it is growing and thriving.
0: Very good. And uh, you mentioned uh, before we went to air that North Texas as a whole is doing really well, but East Texas really stands out. So uh, in a way, you're kind of a reflection of what's going on regionally, but uh, even better. looks like.
1: Yeah, you know, some of the other councils that that scored real well, um, Texarkana, uh, Wichita Falls, uh, Fort Worth. So, you know, we've had some sort of neighbors who are doing well in terms of what their membership has been but we've really stood out in east texas east texas is a special place and you know we're no different in our scouting
0: you bet daniel anderson east texas area council boy scouts of america assistant scout executive and coo our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims the three big websites real quickly again here E-T-E-X scouts.org scouting.org for the national level and be a scout.org for folks who may be just wanting to break into the scouting program main office located on East Fifth Street across from Tyler Junior College and the phone number is 903-597-7201. E-T-A-C at is the best way to communicate by email. Again, if you choose to go that route. There's been a lot of discussion about the Boy Scouts partnerships with local organizations. Uh, Chartered Partners is the official name. I never knew that when I was in scouting. They were just uh, places that had troops, but there's actually a name for them, Chartered Partners. What does that look like, and is the East Texas Area Council working with the same groups now?
1: Well, that, yes, that's a really important thing for us to, to bring up because – that's part of what our membership model uh, makes us different than a lot of other youth-serving organizations. It's not like uh, some groups where you can just say, okay, I'm starting a scout club you know, you have to have the backing and support, the the literal charter from a community organization. Now that could be a civic club, like a Kiwanis or a Rotary. Hmm. That could be a religious organization. we work closely with a number of different churches. Uh, that could be a citizens group, a PTA or something like that, right, that wanted to, to support that. It could be a business. But you have to have something outside of just the families of scouts themselves. Mm-hmm. In order to give some additional support, some additional structure, um, the chartered organization is responsible for leadership selection, quality control, making sure that we are following the, the policies and procedures set forth by the BSA. It really gives us that added element of stability. So, With this bankruptcy, there were some questions about would we continue working with those same organizations. and. Fortunately, not only are we continuing to work with them, we have an agreement in place to, to grow with those organizations, both ah. grow in our service to them as well as have them grow in their um, promotion and recruitment in order to help uh, our membership continue to grow. So it, it's turned a real negative and, into a positive, uh, specifically within the Methodist churches and, and the local Catholic diocese.
0: All right. Very good. Uh, This time of year is crucial for fundraising. Nonprofit organizations always have to be looking at ways to bring in the bucks. And now now your annual campaign, Friends of Scouting, is in progress. Uh, Is the annual campaign on track right now?
1: On track is exactly the right way to put that. I would say we are on track. Now, there there is some bad news to share here in that two of our three largest donors to the annual campaign have informed us that they are not participating this year for for various reasons. One has is a family foundation that had it as part of their charter to give until the money ran out, and the money ran out. Hmm. Nothing we could do there. We were thankful for their support over the last 25 years. The other is a community foundation that dramatically changed its governing principles and no longer feels like scouting is consistent with the mission they're trying to accomplish. And that's a that's a $25,000 gift that's mm. just not happening this year. So we are on track. And I think, again, that's a testament to the donors we've had so far who have recognized that and have stepped up. And hopefully as things uh, improve within the economy, it improves people's uh, ability and willingness to give so we're on track right now we are hoping to finish strong we again have a number of foundations that we've applied to grants that we've applied for that we think will help but the annual campaign is really what enables us to keep going so for anyone who has been a past contributor again i encourage you please to uh not only continue your support in 2022 but consider maybe just a little bit more to help us offset some of those losses we know we're going to have this year
0: calendar wise this um, friends of scouting campaign runs through the end of june if i'm not mistaken
1: a- absolutely right so uh, you know time to sort of consult and um see what your tax circumstances are going to be like and you know we'd be yeah. glad to help you uh, shelter some of that
0: All right. That's always a part of it. Um, Something about East Texas Giving Day, because uh, if people are thinking in terms of, gee, I I don't have a foundation. I'm not a past major gifts donor, but uh, I'd like to contribute East Texas Giving Day, which comes up April 26th and which we're going to be hearing more and more about in the next few weeks. That uh, is an excellent opportunity, an excellent instrument for that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, hosted by the East Texas Communities Foundation, who is just a wonderful organization that supports a number of different causes, but really helps validate and, and vet who some of those potential charities would be. So if you are thinking of giving you are looking for someone who might be a good fit for your values and your beliefs east texas giving day is such a prime opportunity to do that and the east texas charitable foundation makes that possible so we'll definitely have a presence Uh, we'll definitely be putting some signs out in front of the office to remind people Uh we've got some really good media that we've posted to our scouting profile for east texas giving day working on some matching funds to help those contributors' dollars go that much further. So we are absolutely asking for your support as part of East Texas Giving Day on April
0: 26th. You bet. Daniel Anderson, East Texas Area Council, Boy Scouts of America. Our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims, 903-597-7201. And rather than run through all the websites again, let's just kind of go ahead. It's easy to find information about the Boy Scouts. If you just Google East Texas Boy Scouts, Uh, A a number of opportunities will come right up. I'll go ahead and give out the email address, etac at etexscouts.org, along with that phone number, 903-597-7201. And another thing about East Texas Giving Day, which, of course, again, facilitated by the East Texas Communities Foundation, that starts uh, actually in a fashion in just a few more days. You, I understand, can start giving as early as April 4th, and then it all culminates on april 26th so if you uh decide that you want to go to the east texas communities foundation website don't have it right here in front of me, but again, good old Google will come right through for you. You can get more information right now about the upcoming East Texas Giving Day and how you can be involved with that. So I certainly thought I'd throw that in. During the course of the year, do you accept smaller, um, maybe 25 or $50 donations from people who want to contribute? And if so, how do they do that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, that um, that goes a long way because we have immediate needs that will come up, especially when it comes to... Uh, our outreach programs and, mm-hmm. and helping some families that may not necessarily have the means to go ahead and get all the camping gear to yeah. have that outdoor. You know, so we want to make sure we're we're helping people as the need arises. So you don't have to wait for some of these these big events or some of these days. There is a donate option um, that you can access through our secure page. So if you go to that uh, etextscouts.org, you will be able to get to our online contribution portal from oh, okay. there. Um, you can stop by the office and, and say hi. Um, you can mail it in, as you mentioned, 1331 East 5th. But you know, we absolutely appreciate the support of our community. And, and it's not about how much any one person gives. It's about how many people give. So yeah. we absolutely want to encourage that participation at, at whatever level is, is comfortable
0: okay and that's an important thing to remember about fundraising those smaller donations really do add up and organizations depend on that for their well-being so good point there now parents are thinking about their kids summer plans obviously the bsa has a robust outdoor program what's going on with camp good old camp purtle how's everything going out there
1: beautiful george w purtle scout reservation we're really excited about some of the good things that we've got going on out there we uh Through our partnership with the NRA, have uh, some new rifles and shotguns out at the range. We have just put a brand new roof on the dining hall. Uh, One of the things that a lot of people really enjoy about our camp, which is uh, located on Lake Merval, southwest of Carthage. Mm -hmm. So easy access uh, from Tyler, from Longview, Nacogdoches, Lefkin, is that it feels like a scout camp. When you say scout camp to people and you get that sort of nostalgic classic outdoor experience. Pirtle still has that, but we're continuing to update and develop those facilities every year. Our goal is one good project every year. So whether it is a brand new shower house that actually has hot water, (laughs) you can uh, shower indoors in air conditioning, in hot water at camp, whether it's this new roof on the dining hall, whether it's the brand new climbing tower from a few years ago, there's always going to be something new, but we want to retain that history we want to retain that feeling i guess that's actually a really good sort of explanation of how scouting is you know we're a modern tradition
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, just on the topic of camp hurdle as we visit this morning with daniel anderson from the east texas area council boy scouts of america um, we were kind of joking around before we went on the air and back when i was involved in the exploring program i was an advisor of a radio post in jacksonville and later palestine and also served on the um uh what do you call your board i or executive board the executive board i was on the executive board i was the exploring executive for a couple of years not long after i moved to tyler but um camp Purtle, um it's uh is that available all year round or just during certain times of the year no
1: absolutely available year round um you know whether you are just looking for a nice day hike whether it is taking your your pack or troop camping we want to make that as accessible to people as possible now we do limit public access a little bit. We want to make uh-huh. sure that that's, you know, for the purpose of our organization. But one of the things we've started doing more is opening that up to other groups, whether that is, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, our local civic organizations that want to have a meeting out there the Masonic uh-huh. Lodges, fraternal organizations like that, whether it's church youth groups, you know, any of those groups that, you know, kind of have a, a similar mission to what we do. We're, we're glad to work with you on the facilities out there at Purtle.
0: Very good. Uh, a couple of spots open right now. You're looking to do a little bit of hiring. Tell us about uh, the kinds of personnel you are looking to hire and maybe a little about what some of the qualifications are.
1: Well, the, the automatic default we get is, well, I'm not an Eagle Scout. Could I still work for the BSA. It's like, Ah. yeah, absolutely. You don't have to have any scouting background to be considered as an applicant. But we have a district executive opening in Tyler. We have a district executive opening serving the Longview area. Um, You do need a four-year degree, but that can be a four-year degree in anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you don't have a four-year degree, but you have some prior management or military or law enforcement experience, that's a qualifier as well. Uh, the best thing to do would be to email that etac at scouts dot org uh-huh. email address that you mentioned before. But you know, we're looking for someone who is a self starter. We're looking for someone who is organized. We're looking for someone who deeply believes in the mission and values of serving you through mm-hmm. scouting. But. I have seen people come from all different backgrounds, all different prior employment histories, and be tremendously successful in this organization.
0: Very good. So something to think about. If you think that what Daniel just spelled out might apply to you, go ahead and get in touch. And along those lines, volunteers always needed. And um, uh, as far as scoutmasters, scout leaders, those are typically going to come from within the individual chartering organizations, but there are other volunteer opportunities as
1: well. A- absolutely. And, and again, I'll kind of reference sort of that same scouting experience versus none. If you have no background in scouting, but you still want to support our program, we are always looking for merit badge counselors, especially in some of our technical fields. If you are Have a background in welding, or again, you're an engineer, or you've got agricultural experience. We're constantly looking to add merit badge counselors for some of those areas. If you do have scouting experience, uh, I would consider asking to be a unit commissioner. That's someone who works directly with the adult leaders and some of those packs and troops and crews and just kind of helps them stay organized and helps them stay connected. It's a great way to give back to scouting that doesn't necessarily require you to go camping once a month unless you want that we can find that too but you know it's a good way for someone who has been disconnected from our organization
0: to find their way back very good and again that etac at org would be a good starting point or you can make that quick phone call 903-597-7201 and i assume you're uh... Office is open more or less during regular business hours, 8 to 5, 9 eight, to 5. 8.30 eight,
1: through- to 5, Monday through Friday. Very good.
0: Okay, Daniel, we have about a minute left in the show. We're just about ready to wrap it up. And talking to Daniel Anderson. Um, Assistant Scout Executive and COO, Chief Operating Officer for the East Texas Area Council of the Boy Scouts of America. Once again, 17 counties based in Tyler in that office on Fifth Street. Um, Any closing thoughts, things for people to think about as they go about their busy day and maybe want to work scouting into that thought train a little bit?
1: (laughs) You know, the best thing I can do is to, to say, think of the youth and think of what we can do for them now that is going to impact our community and our state and our world later on. And if we can give kids an opportunity to consider a duty to God, to consider a duty to country, to consider a duty to others, those are important parts of the Scout Oath, to be trustworthy and, and loyal and helpful. Why wouldn't we take that opportunity? So think of scouting and think of the future.
0: You bet. Thank you very much, Daniel. Daniel Anderson, Boy Scouts of America, our guest this morning on In Focus. Thanks again, Daniel. John, so good to be here. Thank you. You bet. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you again next week on In Focus.